Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host, John Curley. It's the Paranormal Journal Saturday Night Paralive. This is our first night kickoff with the Paralive. I'm going to be hosting it along with Christy, the psychic, and Scott, the traveling ghost hunter. What's going on out there, folks? Tonight, we got some pretty cool stuff. We are at Franklin House Tavern in Schaeferstown, PA doing a live investigations with the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society, my team. And we got Sarge out on location investigating the Clingerstown place, the uh, little house, little hell house on the prairie. That's what I call it. But uh, Sarge is out there. He's going to be calling in. We're going to kick this thing off with uh, the Paralive at the uh, Franklin House. Uh, We're going to have some of the people here talking about some of the haunted uh, things they've experienced in the restaurant pub slash pub. Um, Also, we're going to be having, trying to get different paranormal groups on here to uh, pop in throughout the night, you know, uh, on other uh, shows and uh, give us their rundown on their investigations and see what's going on with them. Spotlight them with, uh, you know, put them in the spotlight and let them out here. They're out here putting putting the work in and uh, doing a lot of uh, paranormal investigations, trying to find answers for people as well. So, you know, we want to put the spotlight on them as well. They, they deserve it. They're out there putting the work in. So uh, not only the paranormal celebrities should be uh, spotlighted, but people that are out there really putting in this work, uh, I believe, should be, uh, should be out here and, and spotlighted and, let people know, you know, we are out here doing this thing, trying to find an answer for people. So let's get down to it. We're waiting for Christy to call in and Scott to call in, and we're going to get this show on the road with the Paralive, Saturday Night Paralive with the Paranormal Journal. Hell yeah. Pumped up. You can still hear some of the music playing. We are waiting for 
them to close the doors. There's still a couple of patrons left in here, but uh, we have guys uh, setting up the uh, equipment now. So, you know, we're just uh, waiting for these people to get on out of here. So as soon as they get out, we're in. We're uh, setting up some of the stuff now. So, hey, Christy, I see you're back. You're on now. I'm on. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. It's already been an interesting night. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you about it in a sec, in. but. Oh, okay. Say, say hi, Scott. Scott is not on yet. I just sent him a new bike, though. Oh, looks like he is. I don't see him on yet. I sent him an invite though. Um, yeah, we're at the Franklin House Tavern tonight. Uh, man, this is going to be fun, 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 fun. <laughs> that place is. I see Lucifer's trying to call in. We're going to hold off on the call-ins for right now, Lucifer. Uh, we will have some later on. Uh, later on, probably about an hour until uh, we get get things rolling here. And then you can, you can call in and uh, weigh in on some stuff with us. Um, yeah, I mean. Right here. The new ones, right here. We got guys setting up now. I'll set them up because they got to well, log in. I know exactly where we're going. Where are you putting them upstairs? Where the lady died in her office. Okay. And the linen closet, they say they see an apparition. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll help you set those up once right, we well, get I'll things rolling. Get yeah. Oh, crap. Did he tell you where? So, trying well, to get him back. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we yeah, technical difficulties when live, huh? No, no, I'm uh, trying to get Scott on. He copped in, but then he popped back off. Can you hear me? Yeah. You there, Scott? Yep, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, you can. All right, how are you? Good morning. Good, good morning. Good evening, everyone. How are you? <laughs> nice, nice. What's going on? It'll be man? morning before we know it, right? <laughs> yeah, it will. It ain't going to be long. A couple of hours will be the next day, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're at the Franklin House Tavern. We've got guys setting things up and. Uh, Getting things done, so there you go. The how long have you actually been at the location? Uh, we just got here around uh, eight o'clock, and uh, I mean it was a have packed you, house. Have you, had, have you noticed any activity? Have you noticed with even though the place is still open and operational? Have you noticed any activity or anything? Uh, no, anything not yet. On? Not yet. No. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. We've uh, the last of the patrons just left, so uh, we're just now starting to set all the cameras up and. They're going to be dying the music down here shortly. And uh, I think some of the uh, workers, once they get cleaned up, they're going to be getting out of here. And we'll probably get started probably around 11, invest, really investigating. So, uh, you hear the guys in the background now, they're all setting up. So, so what's going on, guys? Oh, well, we were watching uh, Sarge live there for a little bit at his location on Facebook. Yeah, how's he doing out there? Uh, he was doing a spirit box session, and a um, couple things came through, but he might have more to update you on. I was in and out of paying attention with getting ready for this. Okay. But it, it was actually kind of interesting. Um, I had texted Adam, uh, my husband, to see if he could make me a cup of coffee to get ready for the podcast, and... Then I was like, never mind. I'm just going to make it myself because he's busy. And something came over the box at his investigation that said coffee as I was walking oh, wow. to the coffee maker. And I'm like, oh, here we go. It's going to be a good night. And uh, 
then it mentioned a location close to my house and I was like, yeah, it seems like it's trying to connect. And I come upstairs to get some stuff ready and set up a cat ball and the cat ball was going off. So I think, I think this is going to be a good night. What's this right here? This clown. Yeah, delete, delete him off. Oh, yeah, I'm not I'm looking at the chat. What's going on? Yeah, just some idiot. Some idiot. Oh, okay. Stupid asses, man. Block him out of there. You always have trolls wherever you go. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. I'm going to be blocking for some reason. So, yeah, to the fact that Chris is a psychic, you know, she can definitely pick up on stuff at the locations, and they can definitely pick up the fact that she may be listening in. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, mean, I see the yeah. chat now. That's not good. Yeah. Some yeah. idiot. Some idiot. Uh-oh. How do I? Oh. Hold on. It doesn't let you know it. it. Unfortunately. People, man, they got new life. Yeah, it's what they do with their weekends, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Turn war on. Can't fix stupid, I guess. I hope you're listening because no. you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> stupid, man. People are stupid as hell. Uh, I don't know why Bob yeah, yeah, I know, right? This music's still playing. Um, yeah, I don't know why Podbean doesn't let you uh, delete this kind of crap. But... Hey, D, how are you tonight? Hey, D, what's going hey, on? Yeah, I won't let me delete it. Yeah, but just so anybody that's listening knows, this is this is not our normal podcast routine. This is live at the scene of an investigation with other investigators calling in and anything can happen like this it's getting yeah. set up getting ready sounds of your location in the background you never know it could get oh, really so boring or it could get really interesting <laughs> she's freezing at penhurst tonight oh boy <laughs> you're at penhurst in this weather oh it's gonna be a little windy up there This 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 troll always pops on here once in a while. Freaking idiot! Can you can you block a person off or kick a person off so they can't nah, post anymore? Let you? Let you. Yeah, it doesn't let you. I don't know why. Really, don't know why it doesn't let you. Now, John, you never do live videos of your investigation or anything on Facebook, do you? Or no. You don't have like a group Facebook page? No. Okay. I don't really do it too much. Well, I guess we can let everybody know that if they have Facebook, they can go to uh, Ghost Ops Paranormal on Facebook. Um, they'll be calling in from time to time tonight, I guess. And then you could actually watch their page for live videos of their investigation that they're doing as they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, once in a while we'll do uh, like a live, um, you know, a live 
feed or once in a while. But most of the time, we're investigating. We're not really <laughs> messing around with Facebook. We we're investigating all night. So, um, in our last location, I mean, we had so much stuff happening. We didn't really have a chance to go live. We had just voices and stuff all night long. So. Yeah, not the right pod bean, because I hate when these trolls get on here. I want to choke the life out of them. Uh, I don't see yeah. Deirdre in here in my chat. Yeah. I just see that all that guy's bad comments. Yeah, freaking moron. Yeah, I see, I see her in there. Yeah, she's in there. Yeah, she's yeah. In well, I'm wondering what's wrong on my end here that well, I'm not. Dieter just said that she doesn't see you on the call. Yeah, oh. I see you. I see both of you. I yep. see them both. I do not. Maybe I should leave and come back. See what happens. Uh, yeah, you can if you want. I can hear you fine. Uh, yeah, I just can't see her there in the chat at all. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah, Dee says she can hear you. Yeah, I can't. Dee, can you type something in the um, chat real quick? I'll see if I can see it. It didn't even she show me that said, she joined. Yeah, it says I. She said, "Ah, I have been silly." <laughs> I, I have been silly. Okay, let me let me go out, uh, reload the app, and come back in and see if I can see what's going on. I'll be back. All right. Enjoy. <laughs> so, what's going on, Scott? Not much. Not much. Uh, not much. Yeah, it just it was just a regular day. I was on site this morning at a surveillance around twenty after seven. Followed somebody around for a couple hours today, and uh, came home, crashed out for a little while, and now ready to do, you know talk about the paranormal for a couple hours. So nice, just nice. a just a non-eventful work day, you know, for me with my business. I, I work a lot of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday where people are real active. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping to get a, yeah, well, we're at the Franklin House tonight, so Franklin House Tavern, so I'm hoping we get some stuff, man. I got my whole crew here tonight, so uh, I see you now. In. There you go. You're in there. I'm in. I see D. Yep. She's that there now. That was kind of weird. What was going on? Hey, Lucifer, yeah. how you doing over there in India, buddy? Glad to see you in here tonight. J-Lo in here. J-Lo's trying to call in. We're not taking any callers right now uh, until we get things rolling, J-Lo. Um, probably in about another hour, we're going to we'll take some calls. But, uh, hey, John, right can you tell us yeah. um, Can you tell us who's on your team tonight so we're all familiar? Yeah, we got Tom, Carl, uh, Don. Don Frank is the, uh, he helped found uh, HAPS with me, uh, the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society. We started this together. Back in uh, 2006, I believe it was 2006, we started this. Um, we we met actually before paranormal groups even started. We we started doing paranormal things as a meetup. Um, paranormal groups really weren't around when we first started doing it. We started doing like a meetup and um, meeting people like out on the battlefield in Gettysburg and investing the investigating the battlefield. And um, that, that's basically how we started it. And then we, we started a group. Actually, we got with a paranormal group, and um, we didn't like how they were running things, so we started our own thing. And uh, 
here we are all these years later. We're still doing it together. He's taking a side, a side uh, break for a while there, but uh, he's, he's coming back and uh, investigating with us tonight. So I'm happy to see him back. So we got Don. Uh, it's a, we have, it's uh, a great thing to find someone you can work with for so long, so well. So hold on. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're good buds, man. We, we've experienced a lot of stuff together. Um, I would never tell him he could never be a part of the group because he's a real good guy. That's um, awesome. So who else yeah. is on your team? Uh, we got uh, Steven. He's a new guy. He's uh, just starting tonight. And we got Todd and we got Nick. And uh, Nick's our historian, which will probably pop on here a little bit, talking about the history of uh, the Franklin House Tavern. Um, this place is super cool. Really cool. You'd like to, if you've seen it. I, we'll, we'll do a Facebook Live and then you'll be able to see some of the stuff on the, on the, you know, the old uh, – architecture and stuff in the place it's pretty cool i don't know that i can watch that while i'm doing this but won't be able to hear it yeah i don't know if you can or not you might be able to but yeah you i already know i to. like the place <laughs> oh it's awesome i, mean, I haven't I even been there yet stuff. but i know it it's freaking she's awesome been, she's been talking it. about that place just for like a week or two since we've been chatting with the the one chef that works there Oh, we had the food tonight. The food was phenomenal, actually. Wow. Oh, that's always good to hear. Yeah, the food was phenomenal. Me and uh, Todd got a crab wrap. That thing was the bomb. I'm going to tell you, it was really good. I think Steve. Now I want one. Steve got a, uh, what do they call that? That dip where you dip the meat in the uh, sauce. Uh, I guess, uh, I forgot what they call it, French dip or something like that. Or Oh, yeah. Damn it. I shouldn't have asked. That thing was huge. (laughs) That thing was huge. Oh, sorry to hear that. Uh, at least we're having a tough week, my friend. Hope it gets better for you. Um, yeah, uh, sure. No, she something happened. She just uh, she just got kicked out or something. Hmm. Still showing her on here. Oh, you mind mind showing the. The. Uh... Hmm, that's weird. Yeah, the show is connected. Should I take this upstairs? Put it back. Okay. Yeah, I gotta hook it up through my phone though. Fair enough. <laughs> this is guys hooking up all the stuff for the um, the investigation. I like that's what you're hearing in the background. You hear me, Scott? I think I lost both of them. What the heck's going on? I did that to myself. I tried to uh, join in from another device too, so I could type on that and it kicked me out of the first one. I don't know what happened to Scott though. Yeah, he's gone too. <laughs> I told you it's going to be a weird night. <laughs> yeah, it's already getting kind of freaky already, right? <laughs> yeah, they have a way of messing with stuff. Electronics and investigation gear don't don't mess yeah. with it where'd you go scott are, are you there can't hear you here can you hear me yeah i can hear you now yeah. now i can hear you okay yeah i don't know you got i heard you get kicked off like mid-sentence and then i did that to myself oh uh, okay but then as i was saying to john that uh, you got kicked off i got kicked off so <laughs> i just called back and i don't know what's going on <laughs> yeah i mean I, i'm 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 uh 
pretty excited to see what's going to happen here tonight. Uh, it's, it's, it's this place is freaking awesome. I walked walk around the building. I was like, oh man, this place is super cool. Really old. When you get old stuff, you always have some really creepy stuff. They see a black, uh, like shadow person down in the basement. So maybe we uh, maybe encounter that. I got some new devices I'm uh, working with tonight. Uh, some uh, also wise cameras actually stars turned me on to them. So I bought you know, some I bought one of those. They're freaking awesome. I bought, I bought four of them. They're awesome. They are awesome. Uh, I hooked them up in my house and uh, was messing around with them over the last couple of days, and they're cool. They 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 track motion and sound too, which is really awesome. In sound, they track the sound. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the room and you have it on tracking. And a voice pops on in the room. It, it turns itself on and tries to track to where the, the voice was. Now that's nifty. I mean, I was watching his live and I saw the wise camera turning to to face the movement, and I was like, "That's awesome!" I didn't know it did it for noise too. Yeah, it'll click. It'll turn on for noise and, and alert you that there's a uh, noise in the room. It'll uh, everything's to your oh, friends. That's interesting. Yeah, like if you're in a room and, and all of a sudden a noise happens, uh, it'll alert your phone that, that there's a, there's a noise going on in the room. There's voices. It's pretty cool. I couldn't have that in my house. It'd be going off every five seconds. It's <laughs> yeah, never quiet too. here. There's never no movement. <laughs> you probably pick up on my snoring at night. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's now, do those cameras... Do those cameras kind of record a few seconds before the movement? Is it a continuous thing, or is it, or is there a yeah. slight delay from when the movement happened? When the movement happens, it starts tracking the object throughout the room, wherever it goes, and it starts recording. It's pretty cool. And you don't miss, uh, like, let's say something fell off a, a table. Would you only get the aftermath, or would it actually catch it? Would it? Record that fast. Probably, you'll probably get you'll probably get the aftermath of something falling real fast, but if something like full-bodied apparition walks into the room, it's going to catch it. That's for sure. It was picking up light anomalies at uh, a Sarge's investigation. That's what I thought was pretty cool. I was like, "Well, this is." He sent me that video, the one with yeah. the crib. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I saw different. that. That was pretty cool. I gotta set them up with my phone. They want to set the wise cameras up. Yeah. Hey Nick, did you do any of the history here? I did a little. You want to you want to talk on the podcast about it? I mean, okay. Yeah. And I'll set those cameras up, and you can talk with Chris and Scott. And I'll let Sarge know that. Uh... All right. Well, everybody, this is uh, Nick. This is one of my investigators, and he's. Uh, my uh, historian and uh, researcher. Hey, Nick. Nice to meet you. How's it going, Nick? Hey, everyone. Maybe he's not here yet. There he is. Hey. Hey, nice oh, to meet you. Nice to meet you. Sorry, I didn't have the headphones on. I didn't know. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah, so I know um, a little bit about buildings uh, uh, that we're um, looking at today. Um, it's... Uh, really, really old. Um, it was created back in um, 17, early 1700s, I believe. Mm -hmm. Pull it up real quick. 
Yeah, and um, yep, the early 1740s, actually. So it's um, it's as old as pretty much the town. The uh, creator of this, uh, it used to be a um, hotel, and his name was um, Alexander um, uh, Schaefer, and we're in Schaeferton. Um, so the whole town is named after him, and he created this right as they created the... Uh, as he created the town because he just thought this would be a way to get like people into the town and to, um, you know, to, to make this town a big place. So, um, so yeah, so that's where we are right now. Yeah. I read that. I think he was kind of in charge of developing some kind of like water system for the town. Um, yeah. That, that was like his main deal. Yeah, because because of the hotel and some of the other developments he was making, they needed more water, and so I'm pretty sure this is the first underground water like plumbing system in at least I believe Pennsylvania, if not uh, larger. Um, so he was able to like, so he was the first to to really set all of that up. Yeah, and he they used wood, which when you read that today, we know better what would happen to wood with water over time underground, but. Right. He was on the right track. And I think it's one of the longest continually operating inns in maybe even the country. But sounds, I mean, that would sound correct to me. I mean, is it I, still used in an inn in any way, or is it just strictly a restaurant? It's just strictly a restaurant. Um, then, up on the third floor, there, oh, the ahead. rooms are still there. Oh, sorry. Um, the rooms are still there up on the third floor, and actually looks like some of the original beds are still there. Um, at least oh, wow. extremely oh, wow. old okay. beds. Um, so that's pretty wild. It is really cool. Yeah, I was reading, um, you know, this this hotel is so old for people that, like, we have somebody listening from India. And we're, back when our country was governed by England, this place was around. So at the time, like, you know, it was named the King George Inn or just the King George. So as a tribute to the current king at the time over in England. And then we had, we all went to war and got our independence and it was renamed then to the George Washington, our first president. Mm -hmm. And eventually the Franklin House. Yeah, I thought... I thought that was particularly interesting of just like the name, the changing of the names based on who the government was and not wanting, you know, mm -hmm. sure no one after the Revolutionary War wanted to go to a place called uh, King the Charles. King George. King yeah. George. Yeah, that, that would make half the country mad at least. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, this place was around before we even had our own independence from England. So it's very old building. It's super cool. Do you know about any of the claims? The, besides uh, the black mass in the basement? Yeah, so there's a black mass in the basement. Um, there's also a uh, full, a, a full uh, body apparition of, um, of uh, Alexander Schaefer up on the second floor. Um, there's a chair right next to what used to be his office um, and a window. And so he would supposedly, as he was getting older and sicker, um, he would come out of his office and just sit in the chair and look out the window and across the street from the window is um, the post office. And so he would just kind of watch folks come in and out of the post office. 
And so where he used to sit in this chair, um, people have seen full body apparitions of, you know, probably him sitting in that Interesting. Uh, in chair. Yeah. Did he live at that? Did he live at this location, or did he have another residence? And this was just a business. This was business. just a business, as far as I can tell. Um, I know some of the pre or the later owners did live here. I know there was another owner called um, uh, Fred Carpenter, and him and his wife and his six kids lived here for while he owned it. I wasn't able to see exactly when he owned it, but I know he bought it in eighteen ninety four. Um, so I know, yeah. So Alexander didn't live here, but but I know others lived here. Yeah, you said he had six kids. Yeah, Carpenter had six kids. Yeah. Was there any associated tragedy with that many kids in that day and age? Usually, there's always a story about the young kids that die when they weren't supposed to from something. I wasn't able to confirm that, but I will say that I got these names from a genealogy book. Um, and, okay. you know, a lot of times a genealogy book will have like a little, you know, a couple pages or a chapter or about that person's life. Um, and it only had um, it only had uh, stories for two of the children um, and not the others. So either they didn't do anything important or, as you said, at that time, it was common for you know, children die at a young age. Did this building have, did this building play any significance or in any role during the Revolutionary War or the Civil War? I don't believe so. Um, I do know that um, Alexander Schaefer was uh, very involved, I think, financially in um, supporting the revolutionary troops um, fighting for independence. But I don't believe it was ever like a... Um, you know, like a, not like a hospital or never uses a hospital or anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be standing through all the wars that we had. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure the civil war troops came through there at some point as well in the 1860s. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't believe, or I'm not sure exactly, uh, if like the if the troops came here, but I mean we're pretty close to Gettysburg, so it's a pretty good shit like chance that there was, yeah yeah you know some sort of troop movement. Huh. Yeah, it's got to have a ton. So they sometimes see Alexander Schaefer upstairs. Does it seem like he's like a residual sort of honoring, or does he ever interact with anybody? It seems to be residual. It's just him looking out the window. Um, there hasn't, uh, when we got the little bit of the tour, they didn't talk about anything kind of interacting, or at least that, uh, you know, that figure interacting with other folks. Um, okay. But in the, oh, sorry. Scott, were you going to say something? Okay. I just had a question, but you finish finish your thought, please. Oh, I was going to say just that the owner in her office, she constantly hears banging on her door. Like someone's like banging on her door, um, and she's also seen a ghost cat in her office, like coming in and out of her office and like down a, a little hallway, which I thought was interesting. Okay. Another Is ghost cat, huh? They're always everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody? Is there any big claims from anybody on the outside, seeing Schaefer, seeing what looked like anybody standing at the window from the outside looking, looking out? Not that I'm aware. Or somebody of, from the outside seeing. 
No, it's all been from the inside. So a lot of the reports are like people um, who are uh, there. There has been other investigations here, but a lot of the, them are from the owner and like employees and stuff. And so you know when they're cleaning up or walking around, that's when uh, they you know they're witnessing these types of things. And what kind of activity are the employees uh, experiencing? So like I said, the, the they've seen the apparition. Um, I know they've spoken just about hearing um, noises, like just like footsteps and voices up on the third floor, and they've seen the there. That's uh, the the shadow person in the basement has come from. Um, I know at least one employee saw that. Okay. Are there any claims or anything from any of the customers? Um, not that I'm aware of. Um, nothing like you know missing food or anything like that. Yeah, maybe uh, John will find a couple employees that want to tell us what they've experienced. I, I know the one guy that works there that has quite a few experiences is on vacation this weekend. Um, my husband knows the chef there, and he was telling us that there is a guy there that has experienced some stuff, but he's just not there this weekend. So hopefully maybe he can call in, but I'm not sure. I'll make sure that he uh, knows that when he comes back. He's help, uh, He's up uh, fixing up some cameras, so that's why I'm taking over, hopefully. Uh, so what's your impression so far being there? I'm very interested to really get into it. I think the third floor is really interesting because there's a lot of, they have, um, so I guess these band uh, uniforms from, how old are the band uniforms? Do you know the band uniforms? How old? Oh gosh, I would put them probably that style. I'd say thirties or forties. Yeah, from the thirties or forties, they yeah. have these um, band uniforms uh, still upstairs, the original ones. Um, so I'm really and there's just tons. From what tons. band? Like a a school band or? Like a town band or like a town marching band, basically. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, it almost looks like a it's a, a military. Or, this is Tom, one of our other investigators. Sorry. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, so there, the uniforms are a, a cadet style. Is there like a military school or something uh, close by? Yeah. Um, is it? But the only thing I could really, uh, if you want to like check out kind of what they look like, is you got to check out the. Uh, Texas A&M marching band. It's pretty much like what those look like. It's a, it is it is okay. a, a cadet style, so it looks a little bit like a, a, almost. A, they actually look more like a police uniform up there with a hat. They look like that. Yeah, I, I mean, my dad went to a military school for high school, and they had to wear, mm -hmm. you know, outfits like that and stuff right. for a lot of things. So I wonder if there's a military school down that way or something. Ooh, yeah, I don't know if there's a military school. Well, wait a minute, there's something in Carlisle. Yeah. So and there's just a few. No, there's a lot of military in Carlisle, definitely. Right. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple names in the uh, in the hats and in the uniforms. So I pulled them out and uh, hung them up, and hopefully we'll get something. Those. Yeah. So you're excited to get up to the what third floor? That's where yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff happening on the third floor. <laughs> uh, somebody actually in the uh, JLo actually asked, "What is the what's the smell like on the third floor? The, you know, the areas that aren't as uh, used as much as the restaurant area. Is it what, like a what, musty smell up there?" Or? Oh, um, in the uh, yeah, there's a, there is a bit of a smell in the attic. 
there's it had kind of a, a but I don't know if it's just like old attic. Uh, but yeah, and then there was another room that uh, walked in. It seemed like there was actually kind of a it was kind of hazy. And then I walked out, walked back in. It wasn't anymore. Oh, that's so, very interesting. Yeah. So that was kind of yeah. And where was that? Uh, it's one of the rooms that's uh, on the second floor. Second floor. You yeah. have to keep that in mind for the night, huh? Oh yeah. That might that might have been something because you yeah, know it's not like are they smoking in the bar there at all or is, uh, no. is it? Yeah. So because they serve food, so they can't do smoking in there. Right. So that there's that should rule that out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it was weird because I had another uh, person with me and I was like, is it hazy in here? And he said, yeah. And then we left and I went back in. And it's like, okay, there's no more haze. It was really wild. Have you asked anybody that works there if they've experienced that? Um, yeah, the uh, the owner was taking us or the, the, kind of walking us around talking about what's going on in the rooms. Uh, there's a lot of just um, mostly it's just <laughs> uh, doors have been slamming and, you know, footsteps and those kinds of things doors uh, doors on the second or third floor slamming uh yeah and in the bar uh, here i guess there's some glasses that have moved and so we're uh we're still getting everything set up i think we're gonna have gosh about 10 12 cameras maybe even more i mean we're covering this whole place hey just so you know i just looked it up um alexander schaefer's house was what looks like to be about maybe three blocks away uh -huh. from the franklin house tavern so no i guess he didn't live there oh, okay, but his okay. house is down the street nice it's not like he I can't know. come visit well, yeah well there's uh, i guess um he would sit in on the second floor and look out the window and uh his chair is actually still there so we're uh we've got a camera set up on that to see if cool. he wants to come and, come and say hi has anybody there though witnessed the um the the hazy room <laughs> that you experienced oh uh you know i don't know um i'd have to ask them but yeah it was just me and then uh, one of the other uh, investigators were up there looking for camera angles so there's a mennonite high school close by yeah uh, i was just looking to see if there's any kind of like military school on google maps yeah anywhere close by Uh, so, let's see. What does the place smell like in general? Um, a bar, <laughs> right? The bar, the bar smells like really, really good food. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, I don't. I don't know if there's been like a smell anywhere. It's just yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. What are the What are the people in the chat say? You know, they just relate the smells. I was asking what what the unexplored areas would be. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, J Lo, I'm on my rabbit hole digging. He's he's in the comments, like he, he's looking stuff up too, I guess. <laughs> you can you can hear Chris type. Right? It just you can just hear his fingers go. <laughs> my nails are too long. It, it's uh... <laughs> so just in reference, Scott, so you know where this is located. Um, you know Gettysburg and all that is below me on the west side yeah. of the Susquehanna River. Mm -hmm. This place is on the east side of the Susquehanna River near lebanon um if you know where that is it's, it's kind of I, yeah you should go camping all the time in lebanon state forest <laughs> okay so yeah it's it's on the pretty much straight east of where i live so it's not too too close to gettysburg but it's not like somebody couldn't have possibly come wandering through there you know a couple troops yeah definitely 
Yeah, I, I have a question. Uh, does anybody know when this place was built, since it was built in the early 1700s, did they um, have any problems with any of the, the, native, the natives on the land, the, uh, the Indians, and when they when they built this property, was you know when they took the land? Was there any, any issues with that? So as far as I can tell, this land... I haven't found that. Oh, go for it. Go ahead, sorry. I haven't seen anything on that yet. Uh, I, I know I was able to track down that um, that Schaefer got this land from a Martin Thomas who got this land from someone else who got this land from Penn, um, William Penn, um, and obviously William Penn took this got it from the Indians. Yeah, got it from the Indians. As far as yeah, I know, everything in this area was originally lived on by Native Americans, but that specific area, I'm not sure if there was any settlements. I wasn't able to see any, the only, the earliest settlements besides just like vague mention of indigenous people on this area, um, in this area, uh, was actually uh, uh, Jewish Germans settled here very, very early, um, right before kind of the, this town started. Um, there wasn't any real like dates to it. It was just kind of this. I was reading um, like a general. It was, I think it was actually the bicentennial like journal that was created on the history of the town, um, and they just kind of like mentioned it, which I thought was interesting and something I'll look into later. But um, as far as I could tell, there wasn't any like tensions there because it's been it was pretty much settled by you know Europeans by then. Well, I will say it's not far from Palmyra in Lebanon. And when I was doing previous research on family members that settled in the Lebanon area that were German, um, they decided to migrate from Lebanon to the, to the West Shore. And they had to actually build their home on top of a spring because they didn't want to have any kind of Indian attacks or have their, their wells poisoned or the water poisoned. So they... At that time, yes, there there was Native American tension okay. in the general area. I'm just not sure about specifically Schaeferstown. Okay, interesting though. But the Susquehannock Indians did live along the Susquehanna River, which is not too far away. Um, and at some point, you know, you have the Paxton boys that took out the last of the Susquehannock Indians. Uh, Pax, you know, Paxton's not too far away from there. There was there was some problems in this area between the settlers and the Indians. Just specifically Schaeferstown, I'm not sure, but it's not far from where a lot of the stuffs happened that I've heard about. Nice. Okay, because my, my theory is, you know, a lot of a lot of activity, you know, it, it's all attached to the land, not necessarily the building. And when you get into this area, a lot of it goes back to Native Americans. Yeah, this place has a, you know, with him, uh, Alexander Schaefer developing a water system for the town. He was pulling off a creek that is very close by, and that's prime territory for Native settlements to use as farm, you know, they needed the water for to farm and grow things and you he's know, dumping, travel on. He's dumping waste in it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, he's pulling the water out and using the resources from the land, which is doesn't make right. natives happy. But um, right. 
but the house itself just having that much history from prior to the revolution all the way till now is and we super did find, interesting. We did find up also up in the attic, um, this place was actually also a brothel. <laughs> and, of course uh, it was. Of course it was, yeah. And up in the attic, there's uh, about, I think about six little uh, bedrooms that are up there. Uh, I think they pretty much uh, just left it as is. So it looks pretty old up there. Yeah, but, that's usually where the brothels are, way up as the top yep. floor. <laughs> yep. So I'm not sure what the activity up there is, but we got cameras everywhere to catch whatever shows up. I'm excited. Yeah. You guys gonna are going to have a good night. So when's everybody oh, yeah. clearing out of there? It's, I, I know it's hard when it's that loud and the kitchen's cleaning up. And I think it's not going to be too much longer. Yeah. I think within probably like, 15 half hour yeah. we're still setting up a little bit upstairs there's a this place is a lot bigger than you yeah. would ex expect um and there's a lot of little rooms that have uh that we want to get cameras in and stuff and so you know the the endless um battle of paranormal investigating is just finding enough extension cords to get to the cameras that you need where is the office that you mentioned that the woman here saw the banging what floor is that on second floor yeah, second floor. And, and that's where his chair is? Um, in yeah. that area? Okay. Yeah. And there's also in her office, there's a little uh, side room that uh, there's, uh, what was the name? I think it was one of the, I think the last name was Paxton, you know, uh, but it was a, it was the person's name and it was dated 1883. And so that would have been. Uh, what did it say? Like, um, it was a, a guy signed his the name. name. Yeah. And then uh, it said 1883. Uh but what was the name again? You know what? I'm going to run up and find it because I forgot it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, these plays, there's just so much history. So much history. It's, you know, uh, history is just as exciting down. to me as paranormal. Uh, I love the history. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's exciting. You get a name coming up on one of the devices tonight that references one of these names that he's bringing up. That, that would be really cool. I'm hoping so. Um, I try to write down as many names as possible because anything, any name that I find, I just throw into my uh, document, my Word document for the house and just maybe it'll come up, have some sort of connection context for it. Yeah, you never know. But yeah, I think that I just wanted to agree on um, just doing the the history of some of these places that we that you investigate is as fun if not more fun than the actual like actual investigation um sometimes it's more active yeah. you know, I, I describe you know the investigation is just like talking to yourself in the dark for a couple hours and hopefully something <laughs> happens but, you know, that's pretty and, much it. <laughs> yeah you know i'm pretty new to the but to have this. you ever had have you ever had an experience where you were doing like historical research and then a spirit comes through that you've read about prior and you just like felt that connection or not necessarily, but I did have a very strange synchronicity. Um, so I was researching um, a previous case and I, I did a ton of research and I was just like hitting a dead end. I couldn't find any more information about um, these folks that lived there. And so I like went to um, the local historical society, couldn't find anything, spent like a few hours going through like every document I could find related to the families. I couldn't find. So I was basically trying to confirm if there was a death in the house. 
Um, and I, because there was rumors of it, but I couldn't find any evidence of it. Um, Have you tried so DydenHouse.com? Like, that's a, that's a, stop. <laughs> Is that a really a website? Or are you joking? It's <laughs> no, that's really a website. A website. <laughs> you have to pay to run it though, but you get like five for 20 bucks, but you can pull up a location. And it'll tell you everybody that's lived there and any known deaths in the house. That would have saved me so much time. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you know. I'm sorry. Know. Well, <laughs> it does well cost a little is, money, though. That's well what you learn when, when you you know when you do these things, and you know we, we talk, and you know you, you learn different tools to that you didn't know about. I love but his that, reaction. That, that, that's a real that website. A great, <laughs> that's a great reaction. It. it absolutely was. <laughs> it is a real website. I. I mean, I should have, obviously it's a website. Every website exists, but I'm very, uh, yeah, well, thank you for that. That's going to save me so much more time in the future. I mean, verify um, what I, they bring up, though. You yeah, know what I course, mean? And just because it doesn't say someone died there doesn't mean they didn't. Because I pulled up my old place and my neighbor did die there while I lived there. And he, he, did, he wasn't showing up as dying in the house, but he did. So it's not 100% accurate, but. No, I mean, what, what I was able to find, though, with the house was, um, that it wasn't, so there's was all these rumors that there was a suicide in the house. Um, particularly, we got this from a um, memoir from someone who lived in the house. And what I f was able to find through going through just like the newspaper archives was that um, the previous, excuse me, the previous owner's son did commit suicide, but he committed suicide while overseas um, training okay. to be a naval officer. Um, so... And so my guess is that this woman who, she, when she lived in the house, she was very young, like, I think like 10 to 16 or something around that. Um, so I'm assuming that she misheard those stories and, you know, thought that the suicide happened in the house, but it just happened, you know. Well, it's still relevant, though, because yeah. if he lived there, he still may, that may be where he went after. For sure. Um, Do you but, know uh, where the body is buried? Yeah, it's, um, it's in a, it's just in the local, like, community cemetery. Um, okay, so by. they shipped back from overseas. And... Yes, yeah. Okay, and when, when did that happen? Um, did you say when that happened? That's not here, though, Scott. That was at some, here. some other investigation. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Different. But did, yeah. did you, like, come across that the spirit of this person? How did it become a synchronicity? Oh, that's right. You? Sorry. I got this. Nope. That was me. That's I, right. that's right. tangent. Um, I almost forgot so, to. So the synchronicity happened um, while I was, uh, so I was, like, really bummed out. I wasn't finding anything. I went to uh, this local library. Um, like my local library in my town in Lancaster, um, the city. And so I was like going through there. I was just like, there has to be something. And so I'm going through, going through, going through, finding nothing. And as I'm walking out, I see a book on the shelf and it's the diary of like something, something. And then the person with my last name. And I was like, oh, that's weird. That's a yeah. pretty specific last name. Uh, let me go check that out. And so I go over to it and um, it's like this, like, you know, page by page, like by day, like diary of some yeah, local business diary. diary. Yeah. And so I find, and so it seems like um, I was able to like trace it. He's like my fifth extended great, 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 great uncle or something, you know, super, super distant. Um, but in that, uh, 
But in that diary, he had connections with both of the people that I was looking for who no used crap. to live in that house. Like that's the stuff he went I to love church about with research. One person, <laughs> and then he like sold the other guy love like it. potatoes or something. And I was like, Are you kidding me? I spent all morning and this per you know, so I thought that was like the weirdest synchronicity ever. It's like they almost led you to that book so you could figure that out. I know, it, yeah, and I, I guess I have a weird, strange connection to that place in this super distant way, but wow. it was very that bizarre. is not a coincidence. Not at all. No. Not in my opinion, anyway. As a psychic, you know, I give a little leeway to that sort of stuff. I see the value in that. That's really cool. So I went back up and looked um, in the office, and uh, it says, uh, built in 1883 by John B. Graybill. And what was built in 1883, or you don't know? I think it was just one of the remodels. Uh, they did remodel that place in the 1880s, didn't they? I believe so, yeah. That's right, I did read that. So that's probably. So how much is. of it is actually original? Was it was it rebuilt? Was it torn down and rebuilt? And it's, they just use the original foundation? I think it was, was it remodeled from remodeled. what I read. That's Not like okay. it burned down, needed rebuilt or something. Okay. Yeah, I believe it was. It yeah, it was just remodeled. I don't believe they. Um, I, there might have been some additions, but I think it. But these are the room we're sitting in. Is those are the walls? You know, the original walls. It says here in 1884 it was remodeled and greatly enlarged, but its original walls remain the same. Right. Like, Nice. This is really cool. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're still getting set up, putting recorders out everywhere. Got the cameras, I think, done. Now we're setting up voice recorders. Is anybody that works there staying there and investigating with you guys tonight? Or uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have they one are? person here with us. Yeah. And who is that one person? Like the owner or a manager? Or do they have anything to do with the paranormal? Or are they into it? I believe a co-owner is going to be with us, um, or one of the managers, um, who's had a lot of experience this year and is comfortable talking about it. Um, and so I believe they'll be joining us and kind of taking us around. Um, and I know John's trying to get some folks on here. I, I don't think he's talked to anyone talk, like talk yet, right? No. Okay. Not yet. Nope. Cool. Yeah. So we'll have cool. some. Thank folks you for who all like that information. It. Yeah. Totally appreciate it. And I'm talking with Nick, right? And then somebody else was there. Who was? Who else was I talking to? Uh, I'm Tom. Tom. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Hi, Tom. Sure. <laughs> Hello. I'm just writing everybody's names down so I know who's who. I haven't met yeah, you all me yet too. in person. No, no worries. Tom was walking by and I dragged him into it. <laughs> Is there a Tom and a Todd? Or did I hear Todd yes. wrong and it was Tom the whole time? Uh, there's there both. Okay. Todd, Todd was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, right? We were talking with Todd a couple weeks ago? I think so. Yeah, it wasn't me. Uh, possibly. Okay. Well, he, speak of the guy. Todd. That was the <laughs> hectic one where there was a lot of people, I think, and I couldn't keep track of who was who. That's it. Yeah, I think Todd was on um, back then. When, yeah, it was crazy when they had everybody on. Oh. He's the DJ. Yeah. He's a DJ? He's the DJ? Yeah. We're just yeah. busting his chops. Yeah, yeah. He said he used to be a DJ. Very, well, hey, that's very. One uh, thing most paranormal teams don't have is their own DJ. That'd be really cool. Absolutely. Play music that, for everybody uh, all night. 
Absolutely. Figure out what the spirit's like. Play it for him. That, that'll be our niche. Yep. Like niche yeah. in the paranormal field is uh, yes. disco yeah. spirits. Entertainment investigators. <laughs> paranormal <laughs> dance party. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. But all the uh, all the music is just like really low and gargled. You have right. to like listen very closely to hear it. Ooh, yeah. like we'll play Beatles ba- albums backwards. See, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally figured out if Paul's dead or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crap. So exciting. Sorry, so I'm going to put you guys on you... mute, myself on mute for a sec because I'm going outside. Hold on. So are you all on investigations yourselves? Like, uh, I think it was the last month or so, um, uh, there was like that live that um, John did. Is it similar to what's going on today or? Yeah, well, I we're we're not on any investigations. Chris is home. Chris very rarely leaves her house, um, and I go out. I go out on. Well, she's got a medical condition, so she's got to stay away with all the COVID and the Omicron and everything out there. And um, I uh, I go out and do investigations, but I'm home as well. I actually have to work this weekend, so I'm not able to uh, not able to get out. I got you know got some work to do. So uh, we're going to try to help run the podcast and we're going to keep, you know, like kind of keep uh, the talking going and discussing, you know, just different things in the paranormal. And then I think as things kind of uh, go on tonight during the investigation, you guys are going to come on and let us know what's happening. And then Sarge is also going to call him as he's at the Hell House, the Hill, Hillview Hell House, oh. I think it is. Oh, wow. And uh, he's going to call in and he's going to let us know, uh, you know, give us some updates on what's going on. There. So that's, it's really the first time we're doing this, but we're going to give it a shot and see how it all goes out and try to, you know, get some clues from the field to call in and see what's, see what's going on. Awesome. I need, cool. to, I need to get out on an investigation. I haven't been on an investigation. I was, uh, I did two last month, uh, but I haven't been out on any since. Mm-hmm. But we'll find the next location to get out there and investigate. I don't do the uh, a lot of like the personal stuff that you guys do. You guys go into the private houses. Sarge tonight is in a private location, so uh, I got to try to find something. I'm trying to find something. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so loud. Yeah, it's yeah. real loud in there. It'll quiet up soon. It will. <laughs> no, but yeah, we... <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a very, uh, a very real microphone that picks up a lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we... Yeah, so... I, so I'm. I mean, I, I just I'm new to to um, this just to paranormal research and, and investigation in general. Um, okay. But I was how really, long I, have you been working on it? Um, with with Haps, I've only been here less than four or five, yeah. maybe six months at most. Yeah. Okay. How you like it so far? I like it. I'm very. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, I get to live out my uh, childhood fantasy of being Fox Mulder, and so oh, cool. uh, I'm, I it, it's really a dream come true for me. I mean, it's I mean, you have to find your Scully then and bring her along. <laughs> I know. I my dog's name is Scully, so oh yeah, oh that's great. Yeah, I've been looking for Scully for twenty years. I haven't found her yet. <laughs> No, that's cool though. So you like it yeah. so far, and 
you're with a good yeah. you're with a good group it seems yeah no i mean it's been a it's been really exciting it's it's like it's really cool to say at like parties i'm not gonna lie like that's a really yeah, cool no. thing like so so i was like what are you doing this weekend I'm like oh i'm doing a ghost investigation and then instantly i hear eight thousand stories and it's so an icebreaker like, right <laughs> yeah yes i got cornered at like a christmas party by someone and just they just had to tell me every single paranormal experience they've had their whole life which is awesome and i was like this is the best way to spend a christmas party and it was like a work christmas party so like i didn't know you know, you know, you know <laughs> so like you know what? It's- it's great because once people realize that you're into the paranormal and stuff like that, they're just, you know, normally stuff that they wouldn't tell anybody. They're just, they feel so free and they're not, you know, they're like, I'm not crazy. I know I'm not crazy. I can tell you this. And it's, it's free for people. It's really, it really lets them, you know, let out a lot of stuff that they hold in. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, and just saying that like, I'm, I do this in my free time, like you said, like, is just like, oh, they're like, freeing that's yeah. it's freeing that's a, a comment well that means no. you're really passionate about it which is what you need to be to do this oh yeah absolutely you know? uh, nick and i nick and i started at the same time so we're uh we're both still a little wet behind the ears but we're getting it we gotta- yeah, you just the experience is the best part though like oh yeah it's good you're gonna feel so different like a year or two from now than you do right now Oh, sure. And you probably feel different now than you did the day you started. You learned you know, so much. Yeah. It, the first one that we went on with the, the disembodied voice uh, next to me was, uh, I was hooked after that. Oh, yeah. So, it's the one you'll yeah. never forget is your first experience. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, John had a meter going, a K2 meter going. He and I were talking, and then uh, we both looked at each other. Uh, like, did you say that? No, I didn't say that. We turned, actually turned to Nick and said, do you guys say something? Like, no, we didn't say anything. So we amped it up and there was a whisper uh, of a a man's voice saying, uh, I'm here right beside you. Yes, John has told that story. That's really cool. Have you got to get out yet? Because you're officially initiated when you get your first get out. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he didn't elaborate on it, but John did tell me that I guess at the Marietta house, the cook didn't like me. I think that was what it was. And somebody was telling me to get out, but I don't have all the specifics from, from John. He was pretty excited. Well, he he's me. usually, <laughs> he's usually walking around with a recorder and headphones on so he can hear like yeah. everything. Right. And then you guys are just exactly, in yeah. the room without that one. So uh, yeah, yeah they a- tell you later all the threats. Right. They heard. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to that. <laughs> they not freak you out during the investigation. <laughs> No, I've already been freaked out a couple times. Uh, the worst one was in the Marietta house in the uh, attic. There were these just little, I don't even know what to call them. Um, I don't know, a lean-to or whatever up in the basement. So I was inside of one. It's where they would keep these kids. And uh, uh, a piece of wallpaper started moving. I was in it. There was no wind or anything like that. Um, and I just said, oh, if that was you, could you make the wallpaper move again? And then it did. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> So I hopped out of there. Oh, let's see. A couple of years from now, you'll be like, do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> you know, you'll stay for a half hour and watch the wallpaper move. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you'll, you'll grow. You'll change. No, sure. Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking forward uh, to it. But yeah, I mean, walking around this place is just a little, uh, uh, I don't know, there's just these different rooms, you know, that you go in, you're like, ah, it feels a little heavy in here. You know, we haven't investigated anything yet, but I'm definitely looking at places that I want to go and investigate. 
I think we're going to be able to be all over the place. What, what room, what area or what room calls to you? Do, do you feel like a calling or, you know, like a drawing to one of these rooms? Um, you know, the, uh, the attic has been, I've been up there a few times. There's something, it's just, there's something just feels, I don't know, off up there. You know, it just, it just, it feels different. And because you have the, the, rooms that were in the brothel and then you have this attic area that's just got oh, a bunch a, of stuff there in it. there was a brothel there. Yeah. Yep. So, I, and I don't think, did we talk about that? Did I miss that? I, okay, I didn't know there was a brothel there. That's interesting too. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready to get at it. I'm just kind of hoping things will clear out here pretty soon. I've had, uh, I was recently at a place and we were, I slept in the brothel area and we were doing nice. a lot of crazy activity, a lot yeah. of crazy activity in the brothel area. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. There's always a lot of activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm really, I really want um, that third floor to yeah. pay off. I the, do too. The attic. I feel I, there's something always about the, the attic that's mm -hmm. super creepy. But this one's particularly creepy. Yeah. It's it, now, and down in the Do you guys the basement. have set up? Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you guys have stuff set up in the basement where yeah. they see these, yep. what, a black shadow down there? Yeah, I think yeah, that's I what it is. And Todd uh, joined us. I don't know if you heard to... Siri. <laughs> oh, hi, Todd. Hello. Hi. Are you there live and in person? Yes, ma'am. Where are you? Right now, I'm in the Washington room, uh, just watching the cameras right now. Is that a second floor? No, I'm on the first area? floor. First floor? No, I'm on the first floor, yeah. It's just, it's funny these locations change when it gets quiet. Oh, yeah. Too. Like what you're experiencing now versus later when everybody leaves and it gets quiet. I'm interested to hear what you guys feel then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I may, we may be eating our words, you know, we're like, oh, let's go do it. And then later tonight, we're like, <laughs> terrified. We do this? Yeah. <laughs> Things change. Things change so fast. Yeah, they is. You know, you have, you know, before you know it, it's, you know, what was that? And the whole yeah. energy and everything is completely different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, you know. With, you know, like there's so much activity probably going on around you during the daytime while the restaurant's open, but with all the activity and people running around, they're just not noticing. Yeah, Very possible. Yeah. Darkness and when you're in complete darkness and complete quiet, your mind starts playing tricks on you. And it's, it's Absolutely. Waked out. Yeah, and, and it comes and goes. You know, I'm a firm believer that if you have a bunch of activity and it stops, you just need to give it a little bit. They need to build up their energy again to, to start doing it again. It, it just never goes continually for very long, except Scott at the Salem Inn. That went on forever. But they take little breaks. And then the energy can change and something new can come in or room to room is different and hour to hour is different. It, you just never know what's going to happen. Definitely. And that's why I'm glad that we have more cameras now than we uh, have had since, well, since Nick and I started. So yeah, we've got a bunch of them around. Well, who here. reviews all those cameras? The more cameras you get, the more footage exactly. you have to look through. Who does that? Exactly. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got four all you guys. Cameras. Do, do all you guys look through them all? Two hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I have my own recorder, and I, I, uh, 
take care of my stuff. I think Nick has his own, um, so he takes care of his. But yeah, there's a there's a, a number of us that are sitting and listening to our recordings, um, watching the videos. It's yeah, we get really excited and like start texting each other what we found. That's what I was wondering. Like, how does that work then? Do you guys all present everything as a group together, or? one thing at a time as you find it and get everybody's take on it? Um, what I'll do with mine yeah. is I'll listen to it and I'll take notes and then um, I'll actually send them off to, uh, to John to just to kind of confirm them. I, and I include like, this is what I heard at, uh, you know, at 29 seconds and or 29 minutes and 16 seconds, you know? Uh, and then he'll yeah. write back saying that, yeah, that was it or no. So it's nice for me to get the confirmation from him. And then do you guys all get to hear it then if it's, if it passes John's inspection? Um, you know, we've still been gathering stuff from, uh, our, you know, the, we hit the Marietta house, what, three times. So we're still getting all that together. And then uh, there will be a reveal. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it'll be all of us or just John or if you, whoever can make it. So you guys don't always get to hear all the evidence your team gathered for every investigation? Um, we'll, we'll text some we'll things, or email some things. Ourselves. Yeah. We'll share it amongst ourselves. What our findings, of, you know, oh, good. interesting stuff like that. Um, but we, we don't get together as of yet and, uh, just review everything. Hey, I found this. Hey, I found that. And right. Just throw it all into one, one group. Right. Because when me and Chris investigate, it's just us. We're, we're a team together. So we just, you know, we're just easily sending stuff back and forth. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Right. Yeah. As a nice. team dynamic, I was curious how you guys did it. Right. All together. Sure. Because there's nothing more exciting than getting that hit. You know, oh, that's, yeah. you, you get that, hey, you're like, you know, whether it's a voice or some video, something moving, you get that rush, you get that hit. You just want everybody to see this. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the Marietta house, the, at the Marietta house, there was a, a cabinet that uh, the doors open and uh, Todd, Todd can uh, talk a little bit more about that because he was literally standing next to it. Yeah, I was uh, actually sitting on the windowsill with my, uh, my recorder and. Uh, we weren't getting anything. I, I just did, uh, you know, I don't know if you're going to hear this, but, you know. Yep. Da, 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 da. Okay. And Shaving a haircut. Yep. Yes. I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, and I didn't get anything. And I did it a second time. And before I got to finish it, the doors swung open. Oh. And, nice. And I, I'm like, did you guys see that? And they're like, yeah. They're, they're really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> And I closed the, you know, the cabinet door. And I tried shaking this cabinet. I tried knocking on the cabinet, and the damn thing wouldn't open up. I, we still haven't figured out what caused that to open up. Yeah, that was probably the coolest find I've. And that's on that. video. You guys caught it. Uh, I don't think we caught that on video. I think oh. the camera was shooting the opposite direction. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. Always, yeah. they always. know. You need a 360 camera in every room. <laughs> Absolutely. They know which I, which way the camera's pointed. Oh, yeah. That's for yeah. sure. I forget what I was going to ask. Oh, audio stuff. Like uh, who does all the enhancing of your, your audio files and stuff? Does John handle all that or are you guys learning that stuff? I have, I downloaded uh, WavePad. Uh, I think it's WavePad. <laughs> 
but I yeah, that's that's one of the ones I have. Yeah, I enhance all mine myself and review it. You know, maybe an hour at a time. You know, busy schedule with working. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of a lot of time. A lot of time. It really does. That's one thing I do wish we had on our team was, you know, like a third person to help us actually pour through all this stuff and help edit it and all because it is a lot. Of, it's time consuming. Yeah, but we also do a lot of our stuff or all of our stuff is on Facebook Live. So if we mm-hmm. have people watching, you know, you have stuff that people will notice and then send clips. So you actually have the, you know, if you know, one or two people, three people are actually paying attention. You know, they'll send us clips or be like, something happened here or there. We take notes and go back and review it. So it definitely helps us as well. Yeah, that does help for review. Like, we're way different than you guys because we don't have a bunch of cameras. and We just, like, go in these places and sit down, very little equipment, um, and use Facebook Live. for. It has amazing audio. We've got so many good EVPs from that. But it's just very different than you guys with your all your equipment and a bunch of people on your team. Um, you guys need that stuff because you do private residential cases a lot. Um, you were talking about going live. Uh, tonight I am going to go be going live on TikTok uh, periodically throughout the night. Uh, if you guys want to look it up, it's uh, Logondas, L-O-G-O-N-D-A-S. Can you type that in the chat for people? Uh, yeah, I can. Or, okay. Yeah, yeah I can. Because I will hop over to TikTok and add you. I won't be able to watch tonight because I'll be doing this. But, oh, shoot. Did you guys hear that? I'm sorry. I opened TikTok and it was blaring some video. Sorry. Scared the crap out of me with my headphones on. So, so how do you guys, you know, when you're doing an investigation, like, so you pick a location that you heard a lot about um uh, or have a connection to or just i'm just curious like what's what's your process like when you're doing investigations or about to do one oh we um well we we do we go into like more um like we said we don't do uh private stuff I, i'd love to do right. more private stuff but you know i could go and just you know let's say you know document the activity but when it comes to actually helping somebody I'm not any kind of an exorcist or specialist or expert in any any kind of field. I don't. So uh, I just want to go in and, like I said, just kind of document stuff. So we'll go into, mm-hmm. um, you know, recently uh, we were at the Hinsdale House in Hinsdale, New York. So we had the we had the place by ourselves. So she stays at home. You know, she's she's married. She has two kids, but she also can't leave her house uh, because of because of. And uh, so I'll go into the location and spend the night with her by myself. We'll have Facebook Live going so she can follow Facebook Live. Sometimes we have two or three streams of Facebook Live going. Which is all you need are, you know, cool. another phone and you can have another stream. So we'll set up different, uh, different streams. And then basically just spend the night and investigate and hang out, try to document you know, sit in a room and talk to yourself for a while. But it's all done by, you know, basically just me myself in the location. And she's at home. But her being a psychic, she's able to pick up on, she's very impressed. She's, she's able to pick up on so much just by, you know, just kind of like feeling out. 
the, the location through the Facebook Live. And a lot of times, you know, they know that there's a site that you know, like a you know, the, the spirits are a lot stronger than give them credit. So they'll, they'll kind of seek her out as well to give her messages. But that, that's kind of how we work. And that's how we kind of get all our evidence. And, you know, basically, like I said, we don't use any camera stuff. Everything is, like, kind of point and shoot. I just have my camera on a, uh, like, a camera holder, and I just kind of hang out on put it down, you know, on the stand, and just sit in a room and just look at everything that's going on. But um, I like to do stuff, you know, by myself. I go into the, like I said, going into I do go in with teams. I do work with other teams and friends like that. But on a lot of the locations, I just like to go in by myself, spend the night in myself, feel it, you know, feel it out. And, uh, you know, hopefully we, uh, we get some good evidence. And we have, we just have picked up, you know, everything from, you know, lists and banging. Um, I, I, there's a, something that happened at the Salomon where I got video. We got all kinds of stuff. I, I spent nights at the Conjuring House, multiple nights at, you know, murders by passion. Uh, basically, just kind of like driven around, like just basically what I, I'm not. I'm not special. I do what any other paranormal team does. I just mm -hmm. do basically by myself with the help of friends. And uh, it's fun. I, I really have a good uh, relationship. We work really well uh, off of each other. You know her, what you know her gifts and you know, what she has, and, and how she approaches an investigation to get to completely different, and that's why we work so well. Um, because we play off of each other. And when we do Facebook Live and everything, it's to get very involved. And we, like I say this all the time, I like to do Facebook Live. I don't really care about how many followers I have or how many likes or how many followers. Hey, Scott, it's really hard to hear you with all the background noise at the tavern, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, they're really loud right now. That's them at the bar. They're, I guess, the oldest quiet. Wait, I was just testing out something. Wait, if anyway, wait. It changed it. Okay. Is that okay? So far, yeah. I think that's okay. Scott. Say something. Can you hear me better now? I so think it's a little easier to hear. Okay. But yeah, that, that's how me and that's how me and Chris investigate together. Like her, you know. Like so, we just we kind of go and we we both want to go in and get evidence. But you know, her abilities and what I'm able to do. Um, you know, we just mesh well, we work well together, we play off well. And like I said, we do everything through Facebook Live. So when we do Facebook Live, it's got great audio, it's got great video, and uh, it saves all your video for up to four hours, up to four hours and it saves it. So you don't have to worry about multiple cameras and stuff. Like the more cameras you have, the more possibility that you're going to pick up on, um, you know, get more evidence. But we've been really lucky with like a one or two camera shoot. Pointing, you know, walking around, pointing it as we go. We, we picked up great great evidence. Hey, real quick, Todd. Um, I'm. I finally got on TikTok, and I'm. Are you, do you have a? Are you holding a fish in your profile yep, picture? That's me. That's me. Okay, I'm gonna follow you from my account and our one of our uh, investigation accounts too. So. Sounds good. So the question about if this Sorry, is the older, one of the older places, <clears throat> I think it is. Um, at least for. Uh, since uh, Nick and I have been here, uh, yeah, it was uh, what seventeen something, sixty three something for, for this place. Yeah, seventeen forty something. Seven forty originally. Yeah. Seventeen forty six. 
Yeah, and there isn't too much in our area that is much older than that. No, not really. Still standing yeah. and non-modified. Yeah, it's very hard to find something this old and in this original uh, state. Yeah, part of it is like the original building. I guess they added one. 1883 ish. Yeah. Yeah. That goes way back. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to get much more older than that. So can you hear me? I'm messing with the mic. So you hear less in the background noise. Um, But Chris, I'm curious as a psychic, like when you're like, you know, uh, like, you know, remote from the location, like what, what is that experience like for you? Kind of, if that's an okay question, guys. It's not too personal, right? Oh I'm yeah, I'm just curious. Okay. No, it's not personal. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was Sorry, just curious. I just had to call. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> I was just curious about that process from from your point of view on the investigations. Yeah, so I mean, I've done both. I was I was getting into you know, in a lot of in person more formal type of investigating um, right before COVID hit. I had like three or four in-person locations in. And then all of a sudden I'm starting to do stuff online and I'm just watching a lot of Facebook lives and stuff. And yeah, hey, I started picking stuff up. I mean, Scott, one of the first ones was Scott used to manage um, a nursing nursing home home facility that was... uh, It was a shutdown, uh, a 65-bedroom... closed uh retirement facility is what it was nursing home yeah yeah so like nobody was there they were selling the building and scott did a a live where anybody with abilities could come on and just say what they were getting as they were getting it and you know there was a lot of hits so i mean i had to kind of adapt to getting used to doing things remotely and um it's kind of like two different ways of doing it you know like I can pick up a lot of stuff from afar. I mean, spirits can travel. There's no, like they got to hop in the car and it takes four hours to get here. They can be here at the same time that they're at the location. And if they want to communicate with me and if I'm able to connect with them, I can, I can get some good stuff. I can get, you know, names or the location in the room where they're at. I'll, I'll tell Scott to turn around and go back there's a 30 second delay between what I'm seeing and what, where he is that I'll tell him, you have to go back to that room and ask this question and then devices will go off and yes and no answers. It, it's pretty much just like being in person. It's just a little hard to tap in, harder to tap into. I think when I'm in person, I may get more information from more spirits or, or the, just the building in general. Um, but like every psychic is different as far as what they're able to connect with. I can be, and I have been in buildings with multiple other psychics walking around with me and we're all hitting on different stuff. Not that anybody's wrong or right. It's just, there's different layers of time that maybe this person's pick, like just can tune in and connect with a different spirit than I can. So, you know, it's, it's a little different when I'm at a distance than when I'm in person, I can really feel everything. It's just more intense. But certain spirits just don't give a crap how far away you are. And they will show right up at my house and even set off. a. I have stuff set up tonight. I have a cat ball here in my room right now that I'm in and a flashlight 
sort of thing, you know, just barely turned off with a mini mag light. And they'll come here and set stuff off sometimes. So I have my I have it set up. up. My K2. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's so fascinating. I, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's so fascinating. No, I, I've been, um, uh, like the past couple of weeks, I've been binging Kindred Spirits. And so, like, uh, having a chip coffee, <laughs> like, you know, like in the more recent episodes, um, kind of like zoom in. Um, I was just like, I'm, I'm yes, pretty, he uh, does do that. Yeah. And I was just fascinated by that process. I, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar, obviously, like, because it's just being interested in this stuff, but I'm not, um, like psychic abilities has never been like, uh, something I've really dug into. So I'm just like super curious about just that, uh, you know, the experience in general, but also well, basically, that. basically how it works is I'm just basically a messenger. So I get the information from wherever I get it from, whether it's my spirit guys or the actual spirit coming to me or just my intuition. And you know, I just relay that. So that can happen from anywhere because I'm pulling information out of like just a different realm, a, a different place. It's it's not stuck with that location per se. You know what I mean? So like Chip Coffee does the same thing. Like he, he can have a spirit walk right up to him at his house or his own guides tell him information that he should know about that location and he'll just say it to them. It's just, we're basically the telephone for the spirits it's, we don't come up with the ideas on our own they're given to us and we just I, learn how to recognize it and say it i i gotta say though um you know working with chris and just being friends with chris when we're not on investigations and we're just just you know bullshitting and uh you know talking on the phone or whatnot and just stuff that's happened that you know like i said weren't anything that we weren't really doing paranormal that that i've seen her pick up on um, and be like, hey, you have this, or this has happened, or this. It, it's amazing. It, it's it's really crazy. It, again, it doesn't have to be like during a an investigation. Maybe walking down the street, and she's like, yeah, there's something, there's something hanging on you right now. And I'm like, and I can feel something. I can feel the weight on it. And then, yeah, okay, it's off, and I can feel it release without, you know, it, it's just it's just mind blowing. And you think like, am I crazy? Did that just really happen? Because like the whole event may be like seven, ten seconds long. And we're in two different places and she's telling me exactly what's going on. So it's, it's really wild and it takes a little while getting used to, but um, yeah, the, and I, I say this all the time, she's very, very impressive. And just to kind of tell that story real quick, I used to, was a caretaker of a, a nursing home. It was a shutdown nursing home. My mom worked in the place for 12 years. So she knew all for 12 years, knew a lot of the residents that lived in there and people who had died there. So what I did was I put a call out for anybody with psychic abilities. I'm going to do a walkthrough of this building. It was three levels, four levels, I'm sorry, 65 bedrooms. And we're going to walk through and just let you know if anybody picks up anything, uh, you know, just put it in, uh, you know, put, put names in or whatnot. And then my mom watched everything and was able to verify. His mom used yeah. to work there. I don't know if you mentioned that or not. Yeah, I did. I, my mom worked there for oh, 12 okay. years. And um so my mom watched the video and we had a, quite a few psychics and I think there were 11 names given total and seven of them my mom was able to verify and Chris hit two of the names and her daughter who's also a psychic um, 
hit one of the names, or Chris hit one of the names and her daughter hit two. I just remember the two of you hit three names. But we were actually able to verify, and I thought, like, how can you verify this? And that's why I was like, wow, let, let's do this, because, like, my mom can verify names, you know, and it was and it was all done on video. We were able to go back and, and watch everything, and it was really, really impressive, and that's actually when I first really met Chris. But uh, that was just a nice way to kind of, like, verify um, you know, people's abilities, what they do pick up on. One of the things I was walking down the hallways and Chris is like, God, I smell something real sweet. And I was just about to walk into, they had like a hair salon for the little ladies with a couple of hair dryers and whatnot. And a hair salon would smell sweet because of all the it was peaches. I literally got like, like the smell of peaches and I wanted to like eat peaches and you're like, it smells like peaches in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She, I mean, she had no idea. I was just walking down. There's not a sign out there that says it. It was just a room and I knew what room it was. And I was just, as I was about to turn into it, she's like, wow, I smell something. It says, smell something fruity, smell peaches. And I was just about to walk into the, this room, which was the, uh, the, the hair salon and that it did smell uh, fruity from, like I said, the conditioner and the shampoo. So uh, somebody in the chat had said, you know, they pick up on smells here. She picked up on a phantom smell or a psychic smell. So, I mean, that was just, that was mind-blowing, too. Um, it's just really see neat to... that in the chat. I think I'm unsynced with the chat again. Well, somebody earlier when I had asked... Um, oh, earlier. Okay. Earlier, when, when they had J-Lo, I think it was, has oh. asked, uh, what did it smell up on the third floor? Because he was really... Oh, that, scent. yes, I remember. So, that that's what I was just referring to. Like, you know, you pick up those phantom scents and stuff like that. But uh, even on investigations, we've done a couple private locations. Um, we've walked into a place and Chris is like, yeah, there's a box somewhere. You need to find a box as soon as we walked in. And that was a private uh, one that we did. That was a private one. And, uh, that one of the, we, it took us what, three times or something in that location, two or three times we had to go back until we actually found a box with the woman's ex-husband Zippo lighter in it. And the ex-husband had committed suicide. Um, and she wow. was remarried and the new husband walked the daughter down the aisle and, you know, the the ex, the daughter would bring this box, but she would constantly move in and out of the house. And when she, she would bring the box into the house, all this activity would start up. And Chris was like, there's something about a box. And, you know, and, and, and the people that called us in who were having the problems at the house, we kept saying, is there a box? We need a, a box in a closet. And they're like, we don't have anything. There's, there's no boxes. And then we looked through all the closets. We didn't realize that in the garage was another bedroom that they was a makeshift bedroom for the daughter when the daughter came and went from the house and the daughter would bring this box of oh. her father's stuff. And there was a Zippo lighter in it. So it, it's just, just wow. psychic abilities. It's weird. You know, so many people call themselves psychics and mediums and stuff like that. But Chris is really the only one who's actually shown you know, like, you know, again, you, you work, everybody's got somebody that they work with a psychic. Every team has a psychic. So that's what they're used to working with. But Chris is just so, so impressive. And I just, I just love working with her and, you know, it's, it's mind blowing. It's really mind blowing. Like, how do you know that? How do you know that? Cause it's so foreign to me. I don't have any, any psychic abilities or anything like that. That's, that's incredible. And thanks for telling the whole, the origin story. I, that's um, really awesome stuff and john's back yeah yeah oh hey john hey what's going on How's i'm it just going? trying to mess with my technology ah uh, we're just uh <laughs> it doesn't like me 
we're uh, setting all the cameras. We still got people here, unfortunately. But yeah, investigating like that sucks for me. <laughs> so is so Todd sitting up watching cameras already and like where is this podcast happening from is that at like a, a base camp sort of situation yeah also? yeah we have a little base camp set up down on the uh the bar area down here but there's still people here so it's kind of noisy not favorable for investigating at this particular time yeah yeah, it, it's nice, though, because, like, something could happen while you guys are even setting up, and then later the whole environmental change, so. I hope so. I got the, uh, set, got yeah, that's the, the, one the watch camera set up. Waiting for people to get out of there when you're just waiting to investigate is the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, like, it's, like, uh, 11.45, you know, so. Yeah, they don't realize that every you know every every minute that they're there is is you know it's less less time less chance for evidence less. Now, do you guys have a time limit? Wait, is there a certain time you guys got to be out of there? It appears that he got uh, he got distracted for a minute. <laughs> I would That's probably. Right. He's a busy guy. Up there. Yeah, probably. I would think they're probably up there until about two, three in the morning. I'm back. I'm sorry. There you go. That's all right. What time? Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to. Uh, to I don't know yet. Hopefully, uh, all night. Where this is going? <laughs> We're gonna need as many hours <laughs> as possible now. Uh, they're up on the upper levels uh, investigating now. They're up in the attic. They have a ballroom up on the uh, top floor. An old ballroom. Oh, they never told us that. Yeah, they're up there. Uh, Don, Carl, and uh, Steve's up there now. Doing some investigating. Yeah, uh, was it a, was it originally a ballroom? Was it always a ballroom, or was it eventually made into a ballroom? I think it's always been a, a ballroom. It's really big up there. So. See, I, in my head, I'm I'm picturing like a like a smaller kind of three story building. With uh, or, you know, now uses a restaurant downstairs. You know, saying that it's so big up there with a ballroom in there. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, it's bigger than I thought. Yeah, I mean, they have one room up here where uh, the lady died in the room, and they sealed it up right after she died for like thirty-four years. <laughs> and they said, See, they open, "This is an interesting fact we didn't know about." Yeah, yeah do you yeah. know how she died? Did you I say suicide? don't know. No, I didn't say that. They said that she had died in that room, and uh, basically they got her body out of there, and then they sealed it up for uh, 34 years. And they said that when they reopened it after 34 years, it was like the lady had never left the room, you know. I bet. <laughs> yeah, pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. When did she pretty, die? Uh, they didn't give me a date of when she died, but uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. The room hasn't changed since she uh, has passed away, allegedly. So, and it doesn't look like it's changed much. The uh, the upstairs uh, they have like the original chair where the the former owner used to sit out and watch across the street to the bank and all that. And it's the original chair is still there and where he used to sit and stuff. So it's pretty interesting. 
Yeah, Nick was filling us in on a little bit of the history and claims and stuff like that. And then there was a question that he said I should ask you, and of course I forget what that was now. <laughs> uh, Sarge, uh, got back with you guys. No. <laughs> no, and I haven't seen him go live again on Facebook yet either. I see we got a lot of listeners out there. We got about 23 listeners. Uh, if you guys are out there listening, you want to come in the chat room, please come into the chat room and uh, and uh, interact with us. I seen Jayla. What was uh, what did Jayla have to uh, say? Yeah, he was. He wanted to call in earlier. I don't know if you're ready to take any call-ins or not, but he's been chatting with us. I don't see him in the chat anymore. Really? Nice. You got a voice? I said me, and it said me like last night. Yeah, we, they just heard two disembodied voices in the, uh, the ballroom. Nice. Nice. Cross, they just heard two Through disembodied the headphones? voices. Is it open? Hey, or grab with their water, own ears. Bro. Grab me one, bro. What's that? I'm sorry. Get I was wondering there. if he heard it with his own ears or if he had yeah, headphones yeah, was, on. Yeah, it was uh, disembodied. Yeah, it was disembodied. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Oh, I mean, that ball was, was huge it, uh, up there. Yeah. Was it a male or female voice? Uh, it was a male. Yep. He, Carl said something about me, and then all of a sudden he heard a voice go, me. Like real creepy sound for what he was just saying. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, you have to see if you caught it. Yeah, they definitely caught it. They're up there listening to it now. Hopefully, if we get it down here, we can play it back on the recorder, and I'll just put it right up to the mic, and we should be able to hear it. That would be awesome. Yeah, did you hear that voice, dude? What did it say? It said me something, right? Me. We're all out. Yeah. It's a male voice, right? Yes. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Yes, yeah, they did hear a male voice say me up in the uh up in the ballroom. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a chance to hear it through the mic there. Yeah. Hey, did you get you got you got when they get it ready? Yeah, but you, when you find it, bring it over here. I'm going to try to play it on the uh, podcast. Did everybody leave the ballroom, or is anybody still up there? Who's up there? Steve's still up there? Yeah, he's still up there. There's Steve's still up there in the okay, uh, ballroom. Okay. Sweet. Is he by himself solo up there? Yeah, Steve's solo up there. So allegedly they see um they see a shadow uh, figure person in the basement. So that's pretty interesting. I like that. You I guys have more. stuff set up to go down there? Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh Ooh, man, that need water. <laughs> so what the voice sound like? Was it kind of kind of deep or Oh, he said, what Don says, sounding like a man. 
well, all the patrons have left, so it's just yeah. us. Sounds like it. Yeah. There's just a couple people left. Time to roll, huh? Yeah, the lights are uh, So what's the, the plan for out. tonight? Well, we're How gonna are you going to uh, set this up? We're going to hit the uh, upstairs with the uh, EVP sessions. and uh, There's a lot of uh, unshielded wiring, so EMF is kind of high in some places, so maybe that's a good thing, though. So, it's a pretty old building, so a lot of the wiring is not like, up to date, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's unshielded wiring gives you high EMF in, in certain places. So, okay, nice meeting you. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. So what are you guys up to? No, we were just, we're up to whatever you're up to, I guess. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, um, guys that was just... hoping to get some stuff. Um, got Nick up on, uh, second floor, Nick and Todd. They're just sitting down, being quiet, listening. Hopefully, they uh, have some stuff happen. Place is pretty big. Is there any like contamination between floors there? Is it, or you don't even know yet because it's been so loud, probably. Well, if they're doing, uh, usually if we're doing EVP sessions, I'll, uh, if there's someone doing EVP, EVP, uh, EVP session, the floor below will just keep quiet and listen, see if they hear voices or right. anything like that. How is the noise level when you got like right now while while the restaurant was open? How was the noise level up on the third floor? Were you able to? Was there a lot of bleed through from the first floor through the second into the third? No, no, actually, it wasn't too bad because I was up there. I was like, man, you really can't hear them. But when I got to the second floor, I could really hear them. I was like, wow, it's pretty loud down here. But the third floor was not too bad. It's always you can never rule out though that someone didn't drop something. You know, on another floor, if you still have people in there and if there's a bang or something, they could have dropped something. Oh, yeah. You just never yeah. really know. It's Good Lord, I'm yawning already and it's only 11. Oh, come oh. on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm yawning. I'm getting old, man. <laughs> getting old. No, I, I wish I would have done more of this in my early 20s because it is hard staying up late sometimes now. <laughs> oh, my God, it is. I get up early in the morning for work, three, you know, three in the morning. And I get home, I'm freaking zonked out. I fell asleep last night. <laughs> I fell asleep sitting up in my chair. I was just gone. It's in the living room, sitting there, TV not on. I was actually on my phone just looking at stuff with... Uh, the podcast and just fell asleep. Woke up like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you messaged me a few things. times and just stopped. <laughs> yeah, I was just just fell asleep. The phone was in my hand. I just was asleep. I'm like, I'm just, I woke up <laughs> three o'clock in the morning with another one of those weird ass dreams from a dead family member. But other than that, uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> woke me up at like. Oh, what was that one about? Three o'clock in the morning. Just I woke up I'm like. Oh, that was weird. I just I see my brother-in-law again in the dream. It was weird. In the in the in their old house uh, that they lived in in Baltimore, he kind of walked by me. I was sitting in the, in the living room and he walked by me. What's up, man? I was like, what's going on? And then I woke up. Huh? <laughs> it was just weird. <laughs> it was weird. I was like, wow. 
I don't know if it's some kind of message or what. I don't know. It's, it's just weird. And I, I, and I wasn't really it's thinking definitely about Definitely just saying hi. I hope so, you know. I hope there's something else yeah. out there when we die, you know. I'm hoping. I don't know if it's... You know, the more I talk with um, Dr. Taff, I've talked to him, and, uh, you know, some of the stuff that he's said, it makes a lot of sense. Um, he was saying that a lot of these things that uh, are happening are not, they're not paranormal at all. It's like a, a, a psychokinesis kind of thing with, that people are producing. It's not a ghost. It's not a demon. It's something that people are producing with their brains. And uh, not everybody can do it, I but some people can. I really think that there's a lot of that that's um, a big part of the paranormal. Like, there's a couple locations that I've researched that are well-known locations, famous haunted locations, and there's nothing in the history to support some of the claims, but there is actually paranormal activity caught on you know, even our devices, we even caught something for someone that literally never existed. So I really think people can create their own entities or enough people showing up at a place expecting to see a certain ghost may actually create the ghost. It's a power of the mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from what he was saying, he's just like, it's just certain people that can produce this kind of energy and it's not a ghost. It's just them producing this poltergeist kind of activity. Uh, he's like, it's not, because uh, he, he's firmly doesn't believe in demonic things. And I mean, he's basically a scientist, you know what I mean? So he doesn't believe in demonic kind of things. And even though he has seen some really strange phenomena that he can't explain. And uh, in one occasion, he, he writes this in his book, um, He's doing an investigation. This guy's house is haunted, and it's the the activity is pretty phenomenal. And um, it's he sees a man. A man actually attacks him in a in a house, and it's he describes him as an old guy and such and such. And everybody in the room sees this guy attacks Doctor Taff. Doctor Taff is you know, basically fighting him off, defends himself. And when he wrestled this guy to the floor and they roll him over, it's not an old man. It's the it's the grandson. But everybody in the room seen this old man, but it really was the grandson. Like the face was transmogrified into the grandfather's face. But really it was the grandson. Or vice versa. Yeah, it's really weird. He's like, it's I've Everyone's seen the same seen thing. I've seen videos like that, though. Like their face trans I've definitely seen transforms into something else. There's it, a video from like uh, my paranormal experience or something. I've seen that uh, with the woman, either, right? With the woman who's her, you actually see it looks like a witch into like a, a witch. Her nose yeah. grows. This like kind of smile goes on her face. Yeah, it's and, really creepy. Um, it's really creepy. It's a great video, and it, it's it you know, you you can, it, it's mind blowing. I, I I haven't seen much of that kind of stuff, um, but yeah, that 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 was that's real. I mean, when, when you saw that video, that was definitely real. That wasn't doctored or anything like that. 
um, that that was a good catch. But uh, her face completely turned from it, it turned into what would you would look at you would say would be a witch. It was it was it was wild. Yeah, I mean, it was I... a great video. You still there, John? Oh, there we go. What there. happened? There we there go. Oh, I freaking caught the uh, cord on here and it pulled me out. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that paranormal uh, call on camera is pretty interesting. Watching some of that stuff, some of it is uh, when they do like the light, like the dust orbs and stuff. I'm just like, no, nah, it's kind of like dust. But yeah, some, some of the stuff, stuff on that show is so bad. Yeah. That like I just don't want to watch the other stuff because I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's totally I don't know if it's credible or not. <laughs> yeah, some of us are like, oh no, it's no, it's not. That's nothing paranormal, but some of it is pretty amazing. Um, I, I like the one I seen one where this guy and girl are in a building, and uh, a woman, the guy's first, and he walks by this doorway, and something snatches the woman up. And pulls her into a doorway. You ever seen that one? I haven't. I don't recall that one. I haven't. Oh, seen it, that. it yanks her. It actually yanks her into a doorway and, and dragging her across the floor. Uh, the the uh, boyfriend comes back and she's like in the room getting dragged across the floor. He actually grabs her, and uh, it, it's pretty interesting to see. I mean, you see her physically get pulled through a doorway. I mean, really hard gets yanked through a doorway. It's pretty cool. I've seen a lot of videos that came out come out of like India where people are actually being like dragged and pulled uh, down hallways and stuff like that. But in India they have what they call jinns, which are I, yeah. I guess are you know, I mean every every place has has a different kind of uh, but jinns could be very very violent. Uh, if Lucifer was in here, um, I don't think he's in the chat anymore, but uh, he's he's from India. And, yeah, uh, yeah, he would be interesting to get to get his take on it, but um yeah, I see a lot of videos like that. Uh, just a, like a shadow will come all of a sudden, somebody's thrown up against the wall and drug down the drug down the hallway. Yeah, I've never seen anything quite like that. Um, like I said, twenty years. I've done this twenty plus years, and I've never seen anything like that. I never seen anything really violent. You know, I've never seen again. The same same thing again. Twenty twenty years, and uh, never seen anything really violent. I uh, never really experienced anything violent. I've had things happen to me, but I wouldn't necessarily consider them violent. Um, and I've never seen anything violent to happen happen with anybody that I've been around. You know, a lot of it's on video, which you know you see on you know different like YouTube stuff. And again, with that kind of stuff, you take it with what you know. You look at it and be like, yeah. "Nice." They just got EVP. Yeah, this. What what did it say? It's me. It's me. Again, wow, what were they, what question were they asking? Uh, I don't know, they were it's me, nice. Where was that? Where did they catch that at? That was up in the attic, yeah. In the attic, yeah, this called a voice saying it's me. Where's the attic? Where's the attic compared to the um, the ballroom? Is the attic over the ballroom? It's yeah, it's right above the ballroom, yep. Okay. So yeah, you got a disembodied cool. voice in the ballroom, and then the then you just got an EVP in the attic, which is right there. Yeah, saying right it's me. It yeah, it's me. Yeah, 
That's pretty cool. Very cool. I can't wait to get up there and do some EVPs myself. I always catch shit. I love doing that. So what's your favorite piece of equipment to use when you're on an investigation? Digital voice recorder and a camera. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's yeah. all I need, man. That's it. That's it. That's all you need. All you need. know, that's really I don't all need you a... need to investigate. I don't need any K2. You know, all the meters. other stuff is I don't great. Need any of that shit. If I can get it on video and audio, I got it. You know what I mean? I, I can prove that I, I experienced right. it. You know, I've yeah. seen some cool stuff with K2. I use a K2. It's it's part of what I use, but you know, you get if you get some good stuff with answers. But again, it's just flashing lights. You know, it's you still want to get the, uh, you know, you want to get yeah. everything. I mean, of course, everybody wants to get everything on video. You know, that that's the yeah. whole game is get it on video. Like I, you know, I like the K2s and stuff, but you know, at the end, in the end, you really got to be able to prove that when those lights go off, is it really paranormal that's making it go off? You know what I mean? Absolutely. You really have to Absolutely. be able to 100 yeah. percent prove that if you're going to claim it's paranormal, then you got to back it up to why the lights went off, how did it go off? You know what I mean? It, it, it all has to be proven, right. especially if you're going to claim it's surrounded. We are surrounded by energy. We all always. Are. No. Oh, yeah. Par- paranormal, you know, spirits are energy. But we're, we, we have radio waves. We have all kinds of energy that's always surrounding us. So it's always going to be surrounding the K2. Doesn't necessarily mean that if the K2 goes off, that is spirit energy putting it off. It could be cell phone. If your cell phone gets too close to the K2, it get off. It, 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 it's, you know, it, it's, you know, you, you, they're devices and they're all theory. And that's what they are. It's just, it's, it's theory. You know, could this work? Could this not work? You know, um, people started using k2s because you know i i don't I, I don't even know how that even started you know like just okay you know i guess that's the you know the theory of well it's energy let's see if we pick anything up you know um i followed energy around the room using a k2 but it just means that some kind of energy is traveling around it doesn't necessarily mean that it's spirited yeah yeah my motion camera picked up something in one of the rooms just now know. Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to jinx, personal here. jinx. <laughs> yeah, so they picked up motion. Going back into the file. Let's see. Now what room is the motion camera in now? Uh we have I put one in where they uh they found the, the woman dead in the room. And so that was the room that was sealed up, okay. They're still up room for 34 years. Then there's another room where they open the door and they see a full-bodied apparition uh, just standing there in one of the rooms. And then and I put one in their main office where they experience uh, knocking on the door. Uh, you know, and the, the, the old owner looking out the window. Yeah. Looking across yeah. the street at the post office. Yeah, we have... <clears> then, we have, we have, have then on top of that, you have... And then there's also a another camera down in the basement where there's uh, claims of a shadow figure. Yes, yeah, we have we have cameras covering every floor. Um, I have an E channel, but there's wireless. also a lot of a lot of areas with a lot of a lot of claims of activity. Oh yeah, all over the whole place. But in those particular rooms, we've uh, we got our stuff set up to where they've seen the most stuff at. 
Yeah, she just came to say hi. She's a she's a pain in the ass. I love her, it's my baby. <laughs> she doesn't like it when daddy's not focused on her. Yeah. <laughs> the dog and the cat. <laughs> she yells during interviews all the time. She's yeah. She's she's always got to get her say. So I don't know if Chris if Chris heard uh, they caught an EVP in the attic. Yeah, uh, oh, which nice. is right which is right above the right above the ballroom where they caught the disembodied voice. So which floor is the brothel, the attic or the one that was the ballroom, the third floor? I think it's on the second floor. They said uh, they used to use the uh, back stairwell, and that was the back stairwell there. And what was the EVP? What did it say? It said, it's me. It said, it's me. Yes, it's me. And did any of the investigators some like ask something before that or reference any of the people known to be there? Uh they haven't they haven't told me that yet. Like, come on, give us a name. Who, who's me? Know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I wonder who's me. It's, it's, it's me, okay. Let's go. Give me a name. And was that a male or a female voice? Uh, they didn't say. I think it was a male. The last time it was a male, yeah. Oh, that was the first one. Yeah, the first one, I I thought Tom said it was a male. Disembodied voice was a male, and then the EVP was a, did you say, you said that was a male as well? Yeah, I think it was a male as well. Okay. Do you guys have, like, um, other devices that go off? Like, do you have REM pods set up, or? Yeah, we have a couple of Is there anything that they can affect? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have the REM pods that I made. They're all uh, they're all around. They're pretty sensitive too. I mean, you get within a couple feet of them, and they go off. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool REM pods. Um, they're actually the ones that I made. Sarge, I gave Sarge a couple, and uh, when he was at the church, something hit it, and uh, a ball of light oh, hit yeah, it. Actually, knocked the river. Yeah, and it leaves a, like Great a residual, residual light after that, which is pretty damn cool. I never saw anything like that before. Me either. I told I, you it was just a, just a, that. Yeah, right above it, there was just a, a ball of light, and it shoots down, and it hits the REM pod, and it knocks the REM pod, pod over. And it goes over. It goes off, too, I think. If you ever watch it, it goes Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it leaves a residual light, like a like a residual light stain in the atmosphere for like a few seconds afterwards. Almost Weird. like if you're using like a uh, like a blowtorch or something on on uh, metal. When you turn yeah. it off, it it glows for a little while and then fades away. Yep, that's exactly. I've I've never seen that before. Never ever seen that before. And I've seen light anomalies and yeah. stuff like that. So, pretty amazing. I never saw anything like that knock anything over. That that was really yeah crazy. yeah that was the combination of all those things happening at the same time was like totally impressive. I think it was one of their first investigations too as a full team, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Damn, that's some beginner's luck right there. That's some good." Evidence. Oh yeah, that's almost like seeing a full-bodied apparition on your first investigation. You know? Yeah, that like that got them hooked. Oh yeah, that was like that the was amount like of force that, that that energy hit. That yeah, it was amazing. Oh hell yeah, that was that's pretty amazing. I mean, to have that kind of stuff happen right away, that that's got some activity in it. 
for sure. Is that is that where they're at tonight? Was that at the? No, uh, that was a church in Hogestown. Oh, the church, right? The church, right, right, right. They're in uh, Clingerstown Church. Yeah, tonight they're in Clingerstown. I I originally called it the the little hell house on the prairie, and then Sarge changed it to haunted. The little hell house on the prairie. (laughs) That's what I called it, the little hell house on the prairie. But then then Sarge changed it to something else. I forgot where it was now. But yeah, I'll tell you, we've we've had some good stuff come out of there. Carl called a really good um, uh, voice. We had um, not really a voice; it was breathing and footsteps. We uh, had recorders going at, on the second floor with cameras, and something walks up to the camera, and the recorder just starts breathing and real heavy, like, and then all of a sudden, it's just it's gone. It doesn't walk away. It doesn't. So it's you, just gone. You hear it walk up to the. Uh, you hear oh, it walk yeah. up to the camera. Yeah. You get another one, dude. No, this is the one. Like, it's in the ballroom. This is the one. Yeah. You play it out loud. Yeah, I'm gonna play the CVP for you guys, huh? Yeah, let's hear this. This mic right here. I heard it. I heard that. There it is right there. What was that? What was that? It's me. It's me. Yeah. You guys hear that? I did. It kind of sounded like to me, like a hey, but you guys are closer. I'm sure it says it's me. I just can't. I can. I can hear them. It's me. Yeah, I can't wait to put on the computer, clean it up. It's be real good. Huh? No, they heard. They see that. That's that was a disembodied voice because you guys heard that out loud, right? Responded to that disembodied, right? Yeah, nice. That's freaking awesome. Is that in the ballroom? Is the attic is the attic above that? No, that is the attic. Oh, that is the attic. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I still I still there was so another disembodied- part up there. The disembodied voice that they heard in the ballroom was that captured? Yeah, that was in the ballroom. Yep. Yeah, that, that's not the attic. I thought there was an I thought there was another attic part put to it, but no, the ballroom is the attic, the upper part. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, there looks like there's another part up there, but I guess there's not another uh, section up there. I know it's cold as hell up there. That might be a good thing for paranormal activity. When you get a lot of cold, you get a lot of static energy. So the colder sometimes it is, the better you can you get uh, activity to happen too. Just like in a thunderstorm, when you know the thunderstorm ionizes the air and uh, creates you know static throughout the atmosphere. Sometimes that creates a lot of uh, paranormal activity. First time I ever saw a full body apparition was at Gettysburg at the uh, at the Letterman Field Camp Field Hospital, and uh, we waited. We went around twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning after a huge thunderstorm went through, and you could just feel in the area just the energy in the area. 
Uh, it was it was so charged up. It was an amazing night. Wow. Remember they called me a witch there as soon as we turned on the phasma yes. box? I can't let her admit it goes, witch. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Come on. <laughs> Just because I can hear you doesn't mean I'm going to put a spell on you or something. Yeah, yeah. That's a great location. If you ever, and it's, it's Gettysburg and it's an area of, well, it's not part of the actual uh, park. And it was a makeshift camp. So you can actually go and investigate this huge field that's now like the back backfield of a giant supermarket. So there's really? very few areas in Gettysburg and you can go at nighttime to, uh, to investigate. Yeah, it's called Camp Letterman. And, uh, they, okay. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a great, great experiences there. We, we spent a couple of nights at that place and, uh, lots of great activity, lots of great stuff from, you know, flashlights, uh, going off and on, to, like I said, I saw a full body apparition to, you know, just movement all over, movement all around us. And so it's it's an amazing location. And like I said, it's very few places in actually Gettysburg you can actually investigate at nighttime. So it's, uh, so we, we've been out there a couple of times, never had anybody bother us. Yeah, we went yeah, back the second you. time though, when we went together and not too much happened though. But I remember watching from home when you guys went the first time, how crazy it was. The night after the thunderstorm, that was, yeah. that was insane. Yeah. But you and I went night. there and it, it wasn't that active that night. No, no. Gettysburg's an interesting place, man. I mean, you, you can experience a lot, a lot of stuff in Gettysburg. Uh, I, I've heard so much stuff uh, like gunfire, cannon 